Hello, I'm Linda Seif from The Layered Onion. Thank you for joining us. We will be listening to our amazing creators talk about their art and mental health. 48 million artists all over the world share this lived experience. The Layered Onion was formed to create a supportive community, allowing the creators to focus on their art, bringing their work from the shadows to receive the recognition and opportunities they deserve. Each podcast will feature an artist who talks about their creations and mental wellness. Art is healing. We hope these discussions will inspire you to appreciate the stories behind the creations and more importantly, inspire your inner creator. Together, we can tackle the stigma surrounding mental health. So hello, Deja, how are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? Great. It looks like you're in a sunny, cheery place. Yes, I am. I'm in the Forest Preserve, one of my favorite places to be. (laughs) Oh, awesome. Well, maybe you could tell me where are you located? And maybe introduce your full name and where you're located. (laughs) Of course, of course. Yeah, so um, I'm Dejanera Hartz. Field. Um, also go by Deja Hartsfield. Um, I am located in Naperville, Illinois, which is a suburb right outside Chicago. And I have grown up here my whole life. Um, but hopefully planning to spread my wings a little bit more and venture out to visit other places. So but because I um, but because I've grown up here, one of my favorite places is like I said, being outside, being in nature, being around trees and forest preserves. So it's uh, it's an honor to have this conversation with you while being in one of my favorite places. Well, this is exciting because this is really the first video podcast that I am trying, and I'm excited about that. So um, this will be a new adventure And um, uh, luckily, we have a great sound person, Ben, who uh, helps with any of the (laughs) issues we might come up with, like the wind, right? So exactly. Great. Well, cool. Great, great. So maybe you could tell me what are your types of art? I know you write and paint, but maybe you could tell me about all your different mediums. Yeah, so... As of now, my main focus is acrylic paint on uh, canvases. Um, I have been, that's been my main source of expressing myself um, for a few years now. Uh, But lately I have been trying different forms of paints, watercolor. I have tried oil painting, but I'm a little too impatient for oil (laughs) because you have to. You have to practice patience, and I have a lot of ideas racing in my mind. <laughs> so uh, when I first started um, painting, I realized that acrylic paint really worked best for me and how I wanted to move on with this this part of my life. I love acrylic as well. And, and one of the things I'm really drawn by with your work is the bright, vibrant colors. And um, that is really a trademark in many ways for me of acrylic. But maybe you could talk about what really um, draws you to such vibrant colors. 
Um, well, as I don't know if you could tell, but I love wearing colors regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing a, I think, a bright red and white dress um, that I picked up from Goodwill. So I feel as though even when I'm not creating, obviously, I still like to express myself in, in a very dramatic way. Um, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I am different because different is not a bad thing in my in my eyes. Um, and so when it comes to creating art, the first thing I like to get from from my brain or whether I'm creating for someone else is what are your favorite colors? And it's such a basic like kindergarten question. Like when you get to know someone, it's like, oh, What's your favorite color? Like you would think that um, no one really wants to answer that, but it's so important because uh, in many different forms of therapy, like art therapy, for example, a lot of people subconsciously pick colors that just represents them, you know? So what so is your favorite whether... color? <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite color is yellow. <laughs> Oh, yellow. My favorite color is behind you. Green. Oh, yes. We love the greens. We love the yellows. We love the pinks. Um, even neon. Um, I'm all about it. D despite of how it blends in with any of the colors, even if it turns out a little funky, I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. And I love it. <laughs> Actually, that's my very favorite color, chartreuse. Oh, that's a pretty color. <laughs> it's yellow like and that. green. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, that uh, is my favorite. I'm drawn right away to it. I know. And I see you're wearing red glasses. And I was so tempted to. I also have a pair of red glasses, like big, bold with white polka dots on them. Ooh, but fun. I was thinking, I was thinking like, uh, no, I'll just tim it down just a little bit. because. Well, but I am um, in black and white, though. <laughs> <laughs> the contrast there's a you know we love contrast as well <laughs> <laughs> well what i would love to do is uh talk about your piece in the shallot called hummingbird and i'm going to have you describe it for those that cannot um visually see our so we'll have both the audio podcast um but maybe you could describe the piece but i am going to hold it up for folks and we will yeah. also have it on our website. But maybe you could talk about this piece for everyone. Sure, of course. Um, so I see now I have to think back because I create a lot. And I feel like as a as an artist, you just or a creator, you just create things, obviously. And so my, my timeline is a bit skewed of, with the pandemic. So <laughs> I think also, I everybody is right. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, was it 2019, 2020, 2021? Um, I, I think I'm going to go with 2020. I'm going to say 2020, 2021 area because uh, when I think of, when I see my paintings, I, how I categorize it is like my mindset at the time. And during that time, of course, the pandemic was like heightened. Um, we were all a bit 
or maybe a lot of delusional um, <laughs> and <laughs> just trying to find ways to keep our mind grounded and stuff. And it, I actually created that one for a friend of mine that I went to undergrad with. Shout out to Augustana College. Ah. Um, and um, she she's one of my good friends and she has um, been supporting me in this journey. And so she's like, hey, I would love an art piece. I said, great. Okay. We set up our FaceTime so I can take some notes. One of the first questions I asked, what are your favorite colors? Um, what, what themes of your life really speaks out to you? What do you enjoy doing? What are you passionate about? So unfortunately, I'm the kind of person, if you work with me, I will be hitting the hard questions i'll start off with what your favorite color is and then i'll jump to what's your purpose <laughs> <laughs> good thing this is me asking you right <laughs> right <laughs> so um she told me a little bit more about her uh her adoration for nature she i believe she lives in the west coast so mountains nature flowers hummingbirds she it reminds her of her sisters. So I think at that time, once again, I said, what can I do to get some inspiration? Come outside. And even when I was setting up for um, this conversation, right when I was setting up everything, I heard a hummingbird. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm so serious. And I dropped my bag and I said, well, hello to you, too. Nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> well, you know, I love hummingbirds this time of year. Have you ever heard of a columbine flower? Sort of has a bad I name have. now. But um, we have some right outside our, our porch. And the hummingbirds come. And especially this time of year are, you know, collecting their nectar. And one thing I really noticed about your piece was, the hovering of that hummingbird. And that right away took me to every experience I've had with a hummingbird watching and just amazed at how they can stay still. And so maybe you could talk a bit about, about it. Was that really intentional? Were you thinking about that? Sort of, um, <laughs> sort of, kind of. <laughs> I like, I try my best to keep the themes that the person wants. Um, and so, of course, I thought, obviously, I'm going to create hummingbirds. She, I believe she has three sisters. So I put a total of three hummingbirds. But the whole, but yeah, the whole concept of continuing to, I don't know, do quote unquote, do your job in nature, which is for hummingbirds. I'm a, I don't know what their purpose is, unless it's to um, make noise and beautiful noise on trees and stuff and <laughs> look gorgeous. Um, they have their fair system in place in nature and they do what they do and they're still and they're always, it seems like they're always around when you don't really notice it. Like I said, right when I was getting prepared for this conversation, I heard a hummingbird. So it's almost like I wanted to put some, some, 
some aspects of like spirituality into it with nature and allowing the person to feel themselves when they look at the painting. So it's like a mixture of everything. <laughs> well, one of which one of the things I really love about your pieces is you can really see the brush strokes on the background. And then it really makes the object you're focused on pop and mm -hmm. really stand out. Do you have a piece with you right now that you have? I do. I actually brought everything that I have not sold yet. I have the other art piece that was submitted by the Laird Onion. Uh, and so maybe a quick description for those who are just listening to the audio. Sure. This is the one um, that it's, see, it's always hard when you have the art piece and you try to describe it. It's like, <laughs> oh, what is it? I don't know. It just is. <laughs> um, but basically it is, a, in my eyes, it's a woman, but it really could be anyone. Um, a person, the face, a background that is pure red um the face has multiple colors so it's kind of like um have you what is the word like the thermal thermal something like when like when the body is radiating heat you can see different different oh like, the patterns like red yellow yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it mm -hmm. kind of reminds me of that because like in the center, we have like some energy on her nose. At the top, we, there's more yellow because in my mind, I think a lot and that's where a lot of my ideas come in. You know, towards the eyes, there's like blue and purple because your girl is tired. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what is so funny is um, I have a walking partner. We've walked for a long time, but she used to tell me always that my house had the was radiating red. If they did the thermal from above, mine would be red. Because <laughs> there was so much going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But once again, it's like, this, despite of everything that you feel inside whether it's yellow or purple or blue or a mixture of um yellow and green um i feel as though that piece in particular with the red background it helps stay keep me grounded when i look at it mm -hmm. like i said despite of everything that's going on in the body energy flowing from the top of our head to the bottom of our toes when like for example like when I'm outside I am here I am grounded everything's okay everything's still I really could have added some other colors in the background but I felt like that would have been too much and I really wanted the emphasis to be on the person's face um, well I also think the brush strokes once again make the the face and the leaves pop, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what the vine is the vine connecting the person back to kind of being grounded. Oh yeah. You know what? I didn't even consider that, but sure. 
Well, they say art is interpretation, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. So um, (laughs) if people look at my work, I'm always adding flowers. So even when I was creating it, I was in, I think I was in Panera and I was finishing up a sandwich and I was thinking, what's the final touches I can add to this? Oh, we'll just bring it back to what I know best, to what helps ground most people nature flowers Mm -hmm. and um and so that's how i feel most of the time it's it's most of the art that i create is about how deja feels at a certain time um so it's it's very exciting to use this as a way of like self-discovery and self-acceptance and all that good stuff. So maybe we could turn to that for a, a few minutes. So maybe you could talk about how uh, this particular issue was about spring renewal and how it helps with our mental wellness. And maybe you could talk about what inspired you when you were thinking about, you know, spring renewal and mental wellness. What inspired you? Well, when I first saw the issue... Um, (laughs) the first thing I thought about was, wow, this is just for me, not in a very (laughs) narcissistic way, I promise you. But I was like, (laughs) this, this is calling my name because I was like, not only is, do I try to emphasize like rebirth? Um, but when I do think of, um, springtime, I do think of rebirth because we go from winter to the beginning of liveliness, green all around us. And it's it's a great way to kind of center back to, you know, what, going back to those deep questions, like what what am I doing? What What is my purpose here right now? Not just in general, because that's very, that, that question is a lot, obviously. But for today, what can I do today? What can I do tomorrow? And so I had actually submitted those two art pieces the last day of the deadline. Ah, I, ironically, I know, I know, <laughs> procrastination. <laughs> <at its best. laughs> so what, what, when you paint, how has that helped your mental um, wellness? I mean, has it been really healing for you, your art? Absolutely. And I don't know if you can see, but I do have my journal with me. Oh, um, because I have been journaling a lot the past few months. Um, but in particular, in regard to this, um, this topic, I, I feel as though I feel as though healing itself I was just having this conversation with a friend the other day healing itself is very scary it's intimidating it's um I don't know if I can say a curse word or two in this podcast <laughs> go <but> for it <laughs> it is <laughs> it is complete bullshit uh. <laughs> sometimes because mm-hmm. um especially coming from um a young adult, I'm 27 years old, and there's been a lot of buzzwords surrounding mindfulness, spirituality, 
healing, meditation. And sometimes I'm like, what does that even mean? Even when I'm creating, it's like, yeah, I try my best to stay present and think of the process of painting so I can incorporate that into my everyday lifestyle, like patience, really. Um, but most sometimes I'm like, what am I even doing with this painting? What is it going to look like? Is the person going to like it? Am I going to like it? Oh, like all these intrusive thoughts that are extremely common um, for a lot of people. And I just asked myself the other day while I was trying to prepare for this conversation, I thought, and this is kind of dark, but I said, pain and suffering comes no matter what. So what is the goal? If it's going to happen, regardless of even if we try our best and we feel okay, it's still going to happen. So when it comes to those intrusive thoughts, thinking about those existential questions that like a lot of people have been asking themselves, what is, what's the point? And that question itself actually inspires me to keep the process going because I'm thinking, Oh, I make a, a tree. I'm thinking, okay, my intrusive thoughts come in. What's the point? I'm going to try to answer my own question. Let's keep going. I'm going to draw <laughs> some flowers. Now I'm going to put some birds. I'm still thinking, what's the point? What's, what's, what's the process? Like what's going on until and this usually happens until one day or when I, when I'm like almost done, it kind of just clicks and I realize I'm done with an art piece. Like I never know when it's going to happen. I don't know if it'll look like what I thought it was going to look like in my brain. I just kind of know. And sometimes I can feel it too. So I really try my best to keep that mentality when I create for myself especially for other people, because now money is involved and that can be complicated. So do you um, use your journal to capture thoughts that end up on the canvas? Yes, most oh, of the time, yes. yes. Okay, um, that that's really powerful. Um, that's really powerful. I have an art piece here that oh, is wow. a lot I'll just say that <laughs> there's a lot going on. Um, this is something different that I've created. It's more abstract. Um, usually I try in the past, I've been trying to, I don't know if I create something, it's like, you obviously know it's the body of a woman or, you know, it's a tree or, mm -hmm. you know, there's, you don't really have to guess too hard, but something like this, I wanted to just make scribbles and, the scribbles came from my journal and I remember I was just scribbling out of frustration one day and I said, you know what, I'm going to try painting those scribbles, see how that turns out. And so there's different patterns in the, um, in the painting, there's different waves, there's different, um, there's just, everything is different. It doesn't look like something. It looks like something from a dream, which is, from your imagination. And on this piece, I have different sayings that keeps me grounded is you are here at the very top. 
I have protect your energy. I have, and I'm sorry, I really don't, I try not to curse too much, but it just came out in this piece. I said, chill the fuck out <laughs> in the yellow space. <laughs> um, I said, anxious and brave as fuck. And one more, um, I said, remember to not give a shit. And, you know, I think, yeah. you know, my first reaction to that piece is, um, and this maybe is, uh, uh, maybe it's odd or whatever, but I, I um, know somebody that has um, Crohn's, a chronic, and it right away made me feel like that's what their their system is like. You know, and even your words really just spoke to all of that and just dealing with chronic illness and chronic illness right away brings you back to um, mental health because it is mm -hmm. just really when you're in pain all the time to just move a foot forward. And I love the idea of, okay, the way you said you were thinking, well, just keep going, keep painting, keep doing something. Mm -hmm. It really is kind of, you know, just muddling through. Absolutely. Um, I I recently heard a quote um, from another podcast, and it they said when you're dealing with healing or trauma issues, it can be easy to feel like you'll never get better better because the prescription is as painful as the as the diagnosis itself. And so as we're getting healthier, quote unquote, we may not be experiencing the, uh, the benefits for a while, the benefits of feeling good, feeling happy. Um, everyone likes a happy person, I guess, because that makes you more approachable, <laughs> you know? Sometimes. No, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's what the world that's why if you are listening to this, I'm using quote like quotation marks yeah, 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 yeah. a lot because <laughs> I'm like, apparently the benefits, you know, as I'm realizing, um, especially the past few years, um, this whole, this whole healing process is more difficult than I've ever thought it would be because I have been listening to those buzzwords and, going on social media and saying all you got to do is once again meditate be still love yourself oh i i really wish i i really wish it's that easy i yeah. really wish if it was i applaud you with right. all my heart kudos to you i do think in the last really the last since the pandemic there has been a recognition Maybe a little bit. There's still a long way to go, but a recognition that it's a broader issue. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I, um, like I said, I'm from Naperville, and if anyone knows about the city of Naperville, it is predominantly white population, um, and I grew up here, and so I always felt like an outsider, and I didn't know how to fit in in that sense um people would question me if my blackness my authenticity of course i'm in eighth grade at the time i'm like oh, i don't really know what you mean um 
But now as an adult, I'm thinking, okay, they were perceiving me as something that I am not based off of what they have seen on television and social media or whatever it is. Um, And so actually, since that moment, I kind of promised myself to put to accept discomfort. Um, I actually decided to live in South America for a year because why not? (laughs) I didn't know what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So why not leave the country? You know, so um, I that that's how I really my art really exploded because that was the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Um, I studied Spanish, but I didn't I wasn't too fluent. I was uncomfortable. I was away from my family. I was alone in one country. It was the strangest thing. But six months after being there, it finally hit me like like the process of creating art. It's like, oh, I know when I'm done, it hits you. That moment, I realized when I'm in South America, specifically Uruguay, I'm like, you know what? People are going to see me as how they see me. They will perceive me how they perceive me. I will get looks no matter what, whether I wear my Afro out, whether I wear my funky glasses or I wear some cool colors. I still think I'm fantastic. Um, I just had to make sure I don't bring that energy with me. And it was tough. It really, I really it was because I thought... Yeah, I thought, I'm like, maybe there is something wrong with me, but no, 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 no. So when I, when I started my um, business and just growing that and I saw the layered onion on social media, ironically, (laughs) I I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) What a cool organization. I like, I like the vibe. I like the mission, checked out the website and I thought, this is exactly the kind of community I want to be a part of. And for a long time, I didn't know if there was any community like that where I could integrate mental health and art unless you were an art therapist. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I I do have a a question. I have many questions, but we're, we're uh, probably getting close to time. And, and one, (laughs) One of the things that I, I do want to talk to, I know you work with neurodivergent folks. And have you used art in some of your work? Yes, absolutely. So currently I work as a behavioral therapist with children with um, or diagnosed with autism and other um, diagnoses such as ADHD, um, OCD, depression, anxiety all that good stuff. And my, me, myself, as a neurodivergent therapist, it's really, it's really interesting to connect with the, these kids. And so, um, yeah, I try my best to in- incorporate art, um, especially now that the kids are out of school and it's summertime, we can do crafts. Um, I, I try my best to, because I get so excited and the kids get so happy. I just, I try my best and I get super emotional because <laughs> I think of little Deja. I'm so serious. I'm like, uh, oh, she would have loved to connect with uh, the kids that I'm working with now if she knew that her brain was a little different at the time and that she loved art, you know. Um, and so when I am working with the kids, I'm thinking 
I'm thinking like long-term because that's just how my brain works. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I hope they can incorporate this in their everyday lives when they're, you know, when they're not feeling good or when they're not feeling like themselves and they could just scribble out on a piece of paper and then think about, oh, okay, what are these scribbles? Not what these scribbles mean because it's not even that important right now. I just want them to express themselves. I want them to think, oh, although I'm scribbling, this is still okay. It's okay how I, this is how I feel. Um, art doesn't look one way. Um, so whether it's finger painting or we're doing something with sensory activities um, or my favorite, um, just a plain old whiteboard and an expo marker and we're drawing <laughs> stuff and I'm thinking, I, I draw a stick figure and I'm like, oh, I'm going to erase her head and I'm going to put a dinosaur head instead of a, a regular head, you know? <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm like, it's possible. It's art. You can do anything. Well, and that's the beauty of it. I, I once had um, a therapist uh, teach me about a scribble journal and I had never had that. And the whole idea that you could scribble and then turn it and then use the colored pencils or whatever to find shapes that you didn't even know were there is it's such a wonderful tool when you're sort of out of sorts, you know? Yeah, it is. It's, and that's the beauty of it. It's, I want, I want people, um, I want them to understand that there, there is a difference between being accepted and respected for who you are versus what you do. And I specifically, I wrote that down and I started and I'm like, don't forget to say this because <laughs> I, I, I promise you, I really, really hope this conversation can reach the targeted audience because no matter what you do, you're much more than, than that. Um, kudos to you if you're very successful or if you think you're not successful, at the end of the day, you are who you are and you're still here and you're still beautiful. And those are the things I try to incorporate in my art and in myself. And um, I'm just now transitioning from like poetry to just writing. Sometimes like lately writing has been hard for me because I have a lot of thoughts, but I realized I realized they were right. Writing your thoughts out really does help. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, I'd love to write a book. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so now I have more ideas, and I think it's a, I think it's, a, it's a, it is exciting. I'm stumbling over my words. It is exciting to get to that point where no matter what happens, there's more to expressing yourself. There's no one end kind of thing. Well, I think those are just absolutely lovely words for, you know, artists with lived experience, but not just artists with lived experience, frankly, anybody, right? Mm -hmm. Just, you know, but the difficulty in accepting ourselves, whoever we are, both, you know, all parts of ourselves, it's just, it's tough, isn't it? So. Oh, absolutely. But we don't have to, just because we feel alone doesn't mean we have to go through it alone or suffer alone. Yeah. We can suffer together. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, I'll take that. 
Yeah. Well, thank you, Deja. It was so exciting to talk to you. And I, I, oh, I enjoyed all the variations of green. You right now have like almost like a halo over you from the sun coming over the trees. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Linda. Thank you for joining us today. It is an honor to talk with these amazing creators. You can see and read the artist's work in The Shallot, our Journal of Mental Health, Art, and Literature, or on our website, thelayeredonion.com. Thank you. A little more.